Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We as human beings are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello and welcome to episode 107 of Navigating the Modern World. Today, I'm going to share a really powerful story. One, because I can feel the massive shift within my own being in the story. You know how sometimes things in life like really just like highlight and show you where you are in life. And two, this story, I think can help you or anyone listening really learn how to navigate conflict, really navigate um, when you maybe have done something that's not ideal. Because the truth is, in this life, we are going to do things sometimes that are not ideal. We're going to mess up. We're going to say the wrong thing. And this podcast is about how to really kind of clean up in a very like respectable, integrous way. And so I'm just, I'm going to start by just sharing the story. So I teach classes and I am currently teaching a class on meditation and mindfulness. And I'm teaching in the community. I really love working in the community within which I'm living. I feel like that's one of my number one things is to serve my local community. And So I'm teaching this class and I'm using this woman's space and the space is really beautiful. And last night I had my class and there's been, I will say that there's been in the last week, just a little bit of like chaos in my life. Like it feels like there's a bunch of stuff going on and I'm kind of at times feeling like I'm running from here to there to here to there. And there just seems like a lot going on. So I would say you know, when I'm describing my week, it's kind of been hard to focus. It's, um, I'm having to meditate even more like that kind of, you know, that's kind of how the week has been. And so last night I taught my class and then I went to my car, sat in my car and then I was like, Oh, I forgot something. So I went back into the building and then I left. Well, I woke up this morning and I did what I've been doing here in Washington, which is I got up really early and I milked goats and, um, and then I came back in and on my phone, there was a text message from the woman that has the building and she said, Hey, I just got here and the door was unlocked. It's like, dun, 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 right? You, I saw the text and I want to describe how things used to be because maybe you can relate to that more how things used to be is I would see a text like that and I would be like, oh my gosh. And then what would ensue after, oh my gosh, is what can I say to make it better? Or what do I need to lie? Like even like, like seriously, this is what would go through my mind. What can I say to make myself feel, you know, to, to make myself sound better or to like, in what way can I manipulate the situation in order to make 
me feel better and also the other person feel better. So rather than me just saying like, oh, I just like didn't lock the door. Like I had to go back in and then I left again and I just didn't lock the door, you know, instead of just saying what's actually there, I a lot of times would in my mind start creating, okay, what can I say that it makes sense of why that happened? You know, like really like almost, almost to like make the situation better in some way, but really it's just to manipulate the situation. Let's call it what it is. It's to manipulate the situation so that I don't have to face that I made a mistake. And this is what we do. We manipulate situations so that we don't have to own that we make mistakes, that we're human beings. And the reason that is, is because when we make mistakes, we really kind of what we, you know, it's not like we just make a mistake. It's like, no, we begin to berate ourselves. Like something is wrong with me and I've done something wrong, something bad, which means I am bad. I am wrong and I am bad and I can't believe I've done this and I'm going to run all my chances to have classes there. Like, you know, that's where my mind used to loop. And then, so today, literally, so I saw the text and my response was, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't lock the door. Okay. Call her. So I literally just called her and the conversation went a little bit like this. You know, she's kind of frantic, like saying like, this is my biggest fear. I have lots of money invested in this place. Like I have lots of things, you know, in this space. And of course, like I want to be understanding to that. And like, that is true for her. And I, I so get it. So I, I really listened and um, really created the space to just support her in her processing of like what had happened and what had occurred. And then I just owned up to it. Like, this is what happened. And, you know, I'm committed to it not happening again. And I'm really deeply sorry. And I could tell that she was, there was still some level of uneasiness. Like, and she did say like, this is my biggest fear, you know? And so there was a level of uneasiness. And then my automatic response was what else can I do? Is there anything else I can do that would make you be able to feel better? That would make the the scenario, you know, like more at ease for you? Do you want me to come there and I can like help you search through the office space to make sure nothing has been taken? Like what can I do to support you in this? Like I get that I made a mistake and you own the mistake. And then you, you ask, what can I do? Like I can, I really can get, and then I also committed to it not happening again. And it was interesting because the feeling behind it, it used to be like really heavy, shameful guilt feeling of like, I've done something wrong. I'm such a bad person. What are you doing? You, you, you know, you don't have your life together. Like it would go down a cycle that is like kind of ridiculous, right? Because the truth is, is that I, didn't lock the door. That's the real truth. And my mistake, you know, my hands raised, my mistake. And how can we move forward? A lot of us get stuck in the loop. Like we are with reality, but then we just like cling to these ideas in the mind. So what happens is something arises in reality. So for me, um, what arose in reality is that I got a text. I didn't lock the door. Okay right? I called, we had a conversation. So that's like the reality that arose. And a lot of times we don't just leave it there. We then carry it with us throughout our entire day. And we keep thinking back to it and keep blaming ourselves and keep 
the negative self-talk up or worrying about what the person is thinking about us like right we like cycle and cycle and cycle and today I could really hear like there was just this like very clear way of communicating that I've been developing over years and years and years and today it was just like so straight on I wanted to share it but really what came up is when we make mistakes or when we do something un like not ideal and then it kind of like comes up in our awareness, like maybe somebody calls you out or, um, or it's a similar situation like this, like you make a mistake and then, you know, the person you're kind of working for or working with, um, you know, confronts you about it, whatever it is, how we can approach it is just really being honest. So first of all, being honest and owning up to it, like, yeah, I did that. And the second part is really like, how can I support the other person? So much of the time we're, we're worried about like protecting our own ego, like, oh, I'm a bad person, like protecting our own ego. And really, if we turn the spotlight off of like that egoic self, the self that's always trying to protect our, you know, like what people think about us or our identity or you know, protect, like making sure everybody always likes us. Like if we could kind of turn that off and turn it toward the person and say like, I really get that I did this and it caused hurt or harm for you. I really can see that. And I'm really sorry. And what can I do to support you? What do you need right now? Cause I'll do whatever. And then also something I shared with her is like, it really matters to me that you trust me. So how can we rebuild trust? And I gave a suggestion or two. I have not heard back, but I've given some suggestions, right? And and that's all that we can do in life. And actually, when we berate ourselves, I think we think something like if we put ourselves down enough or if we berate ourselves enough, then like we won't make mistakes again. And it's just not true. You will make another mistake Hopefully not the same one, but maybe even the same one. And it doesn't mean anything about you. It actually, we're not trying to cultivate not making mistakes. That's not what we're trying to do here. We're not trying to cultivate not making mistakes. We're trying to cultivate how to walk in the world, knowing that at some point we might make mistakes and be able to clean it up really peacefully. And being able to be in the world, knowing that it's messy and still cultivating connection and peace and and offering like a safe space for others to process offering a safe space for um for conflict like conflict resolution to occur and it's really beautiful because i could feel her soften like her response back like after all of my sharing and you know me apologizing i could really feel her soften and inside of her softening it even allowed me to be more present with her like it is this like how you show up actually does create the other person's reaction and it's it's a good practice of integrity to own when you have done something not ideal it really is such a beautiful practice because what happens once you do it enough is it stops becoming personal there's nothing personal that you make mistakes. There's nothing personal that sometimes you say hurtful things. There's nothing actually personal about it. That's just what we do as human beings. We're walking around and we're, we're like reactionary beings. We're just constantly reacting to life. So there's nothing actually wrong about it. And 
how you can interact when those situations occur or how you show up when those situations occur is what actually gives you freedom and what actually gives another person freedom or what actually what actually makes a situation better or more sound and even in the situation i'm thinking like okay best case scenario nothing really like nothing bad happened all of her stuff was still there and and it really is teaching me something too of like um not being in a rush really paying attention to things um not letting kind of the chaos of my week get to me. Like there's so much like juicy, good stuff there. The other thing that I really can trust is that whatever occurs and whatever, you know, I'm kind of a part of in this life, like I have to also trust that there's something there for the other person that for some reason they had to go through that too. And maybe it's not true. Like who cares? Like if it's true or not, it's not about like, this is true, hard fact truth or, or not. It's not actually about that, but it's actually, it allows me to show up, um, more fully whenever I can really believe that there's something in it for both of us. And that I didn't do anything to her. I didn't do like I. I didn't mean to. I wasn't like in my car. Like Haha, I'm gonna leave the door unlocked. No, like, no, that's not what occurred. And I can really trust my intention, and I can really trust that I made a mistake, and I can own up to that. And there's something so empowering about knowing that whatever occurs, I am capable of handling. Like, I want to say that again, there's something very powerful, especially in relationship to other people, especially in relationship to me messing up sometimes. If there's something really powerful about knowing that whatever occurs, I am capable of working it out. I'm capable of making it better. I'm capable, like I have the skill set to communicate. I have the skill set to say, I'm sorry. I have the skill set to make, you know, make new commitments I have the skill set to um, build a person's trust back. And that is like such a beautiful gift to not only me, because I'm sitting here like very peacefully and it, you know, it just occurred an hour and a half ago. So there's like a level of peace that would not have been my past life. My past life, I would have, this would have bothered me for until I saw her again, probably, honestly. And I just don't feel that way. I feel very much like, oh, that really sucks. Okay, Kimberly, what can you learn from it? How can you, um, you know, really take this seriously and learn it? And it's just, it's okay. It's also okay. Me beating myself up for days is actually not helpful for anyone on this walking earth. It literally has no benefit for me to continue to beat myself up about it. And, you know, another skillful thing is if you find yourself continuously beating yourself up about it, a way to get out of that is to take the action. So maybe you call the person and you say, hey, we had this conversation, but I still don't feel quite right about it. And I was wondering if we could talk a little bit more, um, you know, or if it's a situation you, you could look and say like, okay, like, where am I out of integrity? Have I, have I done everything I said I'm going to do? Have I contacted all the people I need to contact? Have I actually cleaned it up? Did I mean it when I said sorry? That's a big one. Sometimes we just say sorry also out of guilt. But if you don't really mean sorry, then that is also, it's it still lingers. It's like lying. It's like if you say sorry and you're not really sorry, it's lying. So so I'm, I'm hoping that this story is helpful for you. 
And I'm hopeful that if you find yourself in a situation where you have done something where, you know, it's not ideal or you've messed up in some way, that it becomes less personal and it just becomes a part of the human mechanism. Like we're walking this earth and, and in some ways, like if there's a circle, right? Let's, let's say there's a circle on a piece of paper and there's a line through the middle. There are things that we're conscious of and aware of and things that we do really well and things that we're really skillful at. And then there are things below the line that we're still going to mess up on or that we'll unconsciously, you know, reacting to. Like there are things that we're just like blind to. And sometimes we'll make big mistakes and sometimes we'll make smaller mistakes. And it's not personal. It's not personal to the other people. It's not personal to you. It's just part of life. And the more skillful we can get at cleaning up when we mess up, the more that we can just clean it up, move on. Clean it up, keep going about what you're really meant to be going about. We are not meant to be here to attack ourselves for days at a time. It's not what we're here for. So the more that we can get skillful at just saying like, oh, I messed up, move on. This is reality. Let me clean up reality. What do I need to do? What action steps do I need to do to really clean it up? And then give yourself permission to continue to move on and focus in life on the things that really matter. If this podcast or any other podcast was helpful, please go over to iTunes on your computer and rate and review this podcast. You guys are truly amazing. I have a deep love and joy for this podcast and for each and every one of you. Thank you for being here and until next time.